0: welcome to the Annabur Fringe Archives. In this episode, Steel. Remington Steel. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome to you, this is Edinburgh calling. I'm Ian Spence, the curator of the Edinburgh Fringe Archives. For the last two decades, nearly a thousand interviews have happened every August at the Edinburgh Festival Fringe. And during August, that's all this podcast talks about. But in the meantime, it's a very, very big archive. So every week, we dip into that archive and find a classic interview, the big names of today, when there were smaller stars of yesterday, the interesting things that you would always find at the fringe, and all those strange, undefinable little moments of creativity as well. And uh, a moment of creativity sounds exactly like what we have here today. It's a show put on by Old Trunk back in 2014. Uh, The show, well, Let's call it the illegitimate children of Remington Seal because <laughs> I know this is going out in the podcast radio as well, uh, which uh, you can listen to 24 7 around the clock and around the world at thepodcastradio.co.uk. So we'll use the word illegitimate, uh, but it means another word starting with B. And uh, yeah, because back in 2014, we were also on local radio, we had to do the same boulderization. Uh, that. You'll, you'll come to that uh, when we get to the interview and realise that our chaos bunny of Dan Lentil is in the room as well. Anyway, uh, the illegitimate children of Remington Steele. Uh, Sadie Hasler, the playwright and actor, and Sarah Mayhew, director and actor, brought this show up to the fringe. It, the play is less about the television series as such, and more about life, finding a place in it, and identifying the people that you want in your life curiously, this show was a double header at the Fringe, uh, as Sadie and Sarah were also putting on a show called The Secret Wives of Andy Williams. Both were standalone plays, but they were also designed to be seen in partnership with each other as well. So you could watch one or you could watch both and get just a little bit more. So I brought them uh, into the local... I brought them. It makes me sound like I've got the gunfight. No, we sent out the invite. Would you like to be on the podcast for the radio show? They said yes, and we arranged the time. Uh, We didn't stick them in the back of a a Hillman imp and get them into the studio by hook or by crook. Anyway, (laughs) we got them into the station. Um, And as I said, the show that year did pull double duty. Um, So to talk about the show's... You know, we had to be careful with the language. Uh, we had to work around. Uh, we had to work around our little chaos bunny, Dan lentil co-hosting, um, who just uh, Dan loves to derail the conversation and try and put me off my stride. Uh, and we get a good show out of it as well. So let's head back to twenty fourteen. Let's head back to, in this case, the underbelly uh, on the Cowgate, and let's head back to Remington Steel. And of course, our little reminder, as always, the show is over. Don't try and book tickets. Somewhere, somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm going to look it up. Cover. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're tapping away at the thing. No,
2: don't
0: cover like that. Introduce the next guest, so we sound professional. Oh, more professional.
1: Okay. Yes! So, with us in the studio are the team behind the illegitimate children of Remington Steel. Um, it's not actually illegitimate in the programme, but there's a different word that we're not going to say.
0: Yeah, otherwise we would have to call it the... ...children of Remington Steel. And uh, you would have to key every, use that buzzer every time we wanted to say... Because that's not the sort of word that we can say on air If we were on a podcast we could quite comfortably say uh, But we can't, so we don't So we have to say illegitimate instead of And we could say words much worse than Like
1: Belgium Oh, I missed it Okay, so Guys, introduce yourselves
2: Hello, um, um, I'm Sadie I'm Sarah And we're Old Trunk And um, yeah, we're alternating two plays up here it's and very nice of you Tavis.
1: for those of us who uh, don't know uh, Remington Steel was of course uh, an early TV incarnation of the best James Bond ever
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: it wasn't actually James Bond you know he, he the actor became James yeah. Bond but there's nothing in Remington Steel that says James Bond
2: Oh, I think I, I think know. you can see the early work <laughs> for, for, I think you can see him flexing his skills yeah. as James yeah. Yeah. But Bond. But for legal
0: reasons there's no connection oh, there's between the NBC connection. owned property of Remington Steel. Oh yeah, no, no. And the Sony owned property of James Bond. No. no. How, how
1: does uh, how does his character Andy Osnard in the uh, Tailor of Panama
0: fit into the to the Venn oh, diagram? Per, per, uh, the, we don't do Venn diagrams in the radio. Why not? Because otherwise we have to do this. <laughs> Okay.
2: Well-stocked buzzer selection. Yeah.
0: Indeed, yes. So, we like our buzzers. How did oh, you guys, what did you guys, how,
1: you decided, what, I want to write this because I want to write this, or did, you know, this sort of divine shaft of light come down and you thought, yes, this is what I must do?
2: The divine shaft of light <laughs> was me uh, revealing that I uh, did actually want Remington Steele to be my dad. And therefore, I told Sadie Hasler here. So, so,
0: is he? Was he because of Remington Steele, or was it because of Pierce Brosnan? I don't
2: really know. And if I actually look back now, the whole idea of having Remington Steele as your dad would not be a good one. But
0: it kind of fits in with the program, given what he was there for.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: But there's a whole episode in which, like,
1: he's imagining what life would be like if he wasn't Remington Steele. You know, with the with the kids and all the rest of it. And, and that that was your idea. That was your idea well, of heaven.
2: Yeah. <laughs> heaven. Heaven, heaven, heaven. So I told Sadie, and she went away, and we thought we might do a sketch show, but then we thought, "Mm, no, a play. And so she wrote the play, The Illegitimate Children of of, uh, of Remington Steele. We can
0: loan you a buzzer if you like. (laughs) 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 Makes you feel quite small and insignificant.
1: So the show got five stars uh, from Fringe Review. Mm. should mention that back in the day when Fringe Review uh, did stars. This is not its first time. It's not first time out. Where was it first performed?
2: We premiered it at the Camden Fringe Festival. And Mm. then we did a a run at the Leicester Square Festival. Leicester Square Theatre, rather. And then we wrote um, its prequel, The Secret Wives of Andy Williams, which needs no buzzer. There's no swearing in it.
1: And (laughs) And it's on the other side of the fire. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: So we did that and then we did that again at um, Camden Fringe Festival and then we brought them both up here.
1: How are you finding
0: Edinburgh compared to Camden? Oh,
2: it's a completely different beast, isn't it? Yeah. Edinburgh's Camden. slightly
0: further north, you have to go down bit, to King's Cross, jump on a train.
2: More, can't commute home yep. and a uh, bit more mental. Yeah. But yeah, but it's lovely, we're having a great time. It's, mm. it's actually been really, really lovely alternating two mm. plays because every, every day we come to it fresh. Mm. And, do, uh, do you think
1: the play is yeah. getting revised as you're doing it in front of an audience? Do you think that there's bits of it that you're like, oh, that's not quite working, or oh, that's working really well? We need to make more of that.
2: I think we just have we find different energies every day, d- depending on the audience. You know, sometimes the, the comedy is the thing that really flies, and people are you know laughing loudly, mm-hmm. and, we, and we have a l- we play a we lot play. more as a cast, mm-hmm. and then other times they really tune into the kind of more poignant bits of it, and and they're quite you know quiet attentive audiences, and then at the end they come up to you crying. So. Yeah. It's been quite nice to see the the very you know the the broad responses. Yeah, can And how
1: much of yourself is in there. Hmm.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, quite a lot, actually. I think I hide quite a bit of daddy stuff in in the lines. All the all the little dark stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. But it is it is hidden. So, I, I yeah. know. I lost my dad years ago, yeah. and and I've I. I it definitely finds its way out in everything, which yeah. I'm sure most people who've lost someone like that um, would would say. Um, yeah, so it's kind of in there in in the dark humour and the mm. and the, the themes of loss mm. and bereavement and stuff. And but we it's, do love a crier. We do love criers, but it's not. It's that ma- that makes it sound very depressing. It's, it's not, not. It's quite a jolly thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> life affirming. Yeah, well, yeah indeed, yeah. yes. As was the original TV series of Remington Steel. Yeah, my my of, life was always a yeah, deal affirming. If like. you dream that Pierce Brosnan will come and save your business, he will arrive.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which happens to everybody. It yeah. happened to us the other way. In, indeed, yes. And we went, you know what? No, we wanted George Lazenby. Controversial because I mean,
1: Lazenby, you know, has arguably uh, it's got Diana Rigg, who's up here doing a show. Indeed, yeah. Uh, we asked
0: for her, and she's like, No, no, you wanted Lazenby, you get Lazenby. Yeah. And
1: uh, we had, uh, and she also had Louis Armstrong doing the soundtrack in mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. But
2: GoldenEye is just the best film in the canon. Mm. <laughs> I just watched James Bond so We be would have swatted if we'd known it was going to be about James Bond <laughs> yeah. nah. I feel like I've watched like about, about one and a half James Bond films Maybe I would George have watched yet. the other half There's yeah.
1: two with George in George,
2: oh. and...
0: there's two with George, no,
2: no, there's George. One with Jaws Did say George oh, or George. Oh, oh, George. George. George.
0: George? There's four of Jaws films
2: No, 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 the character Jaws, you know, with the teeth Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Especially with me and Moonraker. Yeah, yeah.
1: Really? He's the only villain to make a. a, a yeah. Henchman to make a return. Only Henchman. Yeah.
0: Um, the um, head of the KGB's appeared in four.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so
0: there's four, two, two, Yeah. Right. Anyway, yes. So, and Judy Pier- Dench is in loads. Yeah. <sighs> she's hold on, a bit of a villain. Oh, microphone slider down from that. Yay! <laughs> so, has Pierce Brosnan seen the play? He has not. Has Stephanie Zimbalist seen the play?
2: Not no. that we know of. Oh, a little bit of hesitation there at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know of. We they keep really receiving invited. mysterious notes saying, we've seen it, we've seen <laughs> it. But we think, yeah, no. Cool. Really.
0: Signed, <laughs> an, signed Andy Williams.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Whoa, would be a Just
0: a bit of fun, just a bit of fun. Well, we had wanna...
2: a lovely letter once from um, a guy from the Andy Williams Appreciation mm. Society who wanted to interview us in, in extensively about everything in the play to do with Andy Williams and i sent him a really long email back and he just sent one back saying thank you very much that's very informative but it was just the longest longest email mm. full of questions and i could satisfy barely any of them because there's not much stuff in Andy Williams no. about Andy Williams bizarrely enough yeah. how
1: how does he how how do the i mean you said one is uh, a prequel how do they actually link what is the narrative arc as it were they
2: are set in the same place st agatha's convent orphanage um and the illegitimate children. nearly said the ro- the rude I know, I'm there. Sitting, I'm said there room. I'm sitting there. said the No,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> it's all
1: right. She didn't
0: say. I no, didn't. she didn't.
2: try it, press it. Um, <laughs> that one set in the 80s and 90s, and then uh, Secret Wives takes us back 30 years to the the late 60s. Um, in the same place, and only one character is common to both plays. Got R2D2. Yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah, 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 Brad, yeah, got yeah. It. So it's all linked by him, really. He's integral to the whole thing. That's fantastic. So, so, should people watch? Remington Steele first, then Andy
0: Williams. No, or I, Andy Williams then Remington Steele. No,
2: I was, was quite careful to write them so that you could see them alone, and they both make complete sense. It, but obviously, it, if you see them together, it's better.
0: What's better? The what order's better.
2: I think for the purist mm, followers. I of think you. illegitimate is yeah. kind of make is makes more sense because that's where we started mm-hmm. with yeah. the story, um, and I think there's always something more charming about going <laughs> backwards in time. For the second instalment, than forwards in time, yeah. I think it's like the Hornblower novels, yeah, yeah, or Sharp <laughs> or Sharp, the sharp. Yeah. No. Yeah. sharp novel,
0: <laughs> yeah, or, or Flashman, or what
2: Flashman,
1: you never read Flashman. I've oh, never, I, I read Flashman, said, I, I thought, always want to. I thought you said Flashdance, and I'm thinking there's a
0: prequel to Flashdance. Dance, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, <laughs> disappointed now. It's called, right. it's called Flash Mob. No. <sighs> microphone slider yep still working right then so there we go Uh, the illegitimate children of Remington Steel is playing up at the underbelly at 3.30 on odd numbered days Mm -hmm. and the secret wives of Andy Williams is playing at the underbelly on the even numbered days and you're playing Mm -hmm. through until the 25th which means which means you have to see Remington Steel last so what you said about that or does that mean you opened with Remington Steel on the very first day
2: we did yeah we're
0: up to the 24th, so I think we should end on sequel no, One. No, 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 this is 24th, 23rd, 23rd. It's Andy Williams. I was thinking we be here to the 25th. I gave you an extra day work at the Fringe. Sorry about <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. As always, we will find links back to the ticket office on our website, and we're enwerfinish.thepodcastcorner.com. But uh, where can people find out more about the shows and yourself? So Old Trunk.
2: Um, Facebook, Twitter, uh, just Google Old Trunk Theater, and it will all come up so you can find out all about us.
0: The team there behind the illegitimate children (coughs) of Remington Steel, They're recorded back in 2014. Sadie Hassler is currently adapting a series of four Sunday Times bestsellers for the West End. Uh, She's also been commissioned to write a thriller for the Queen's Theatre Hornchurch and is part of the Old Vic Playwright Group, working with another fringe veteran, Ella Hickson. Sarah Mayhew continues with the acting uh, recently on uh, UK TV screens with the Toast of Tinseltown. uh, And she's going to be in the upcoming film Cottontail, uh, released um, at some point during 2023. Um, I could say I'm not quite clear or I could just go, I've just written down the year in my notes. I've just written the year down in my notes. (laughs) But anyway, as always, we will have links back uh, to their social networks and everything back on our website, which is edwardfringe.thepodcastcorner.com. Every week we go into the archives, but there are things actually happening with Fringe 2023. We have our first slate of shows that you can book tickets for now coming out of the very big venues. Maybe I need to bring in some modern day interviews and just look ahead to 2023 or just keep looking back at the archive. I've not decided yet. Um I'll just have to go and get one of those big venue coordinators, bundle them into a Hillman Imp and get them into the studio to find out what's going with the fringe this year. In previous years, in all of history, that's what we do here. It's the Edinburgh Fringe Archive. I'm Ewan Spence. I'll say ta for now, and catch you next week. You've been listening to the Edinburgh Fringe Show, hosted by Ewan Spence, produced by the Podcast Corner. Listen to more from the Fringe at edinburghfringe.thepodcastcorner.com.